Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 283. Fire. 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 Your daily dose of inspiration, encouragement, and energy from the most successful entrepreneurs in the world. Prepare to ignite now. This is Entrepreneur on Fire with John Lee Dumas. Entrepreneur on Fire. 99designs, the place to go for your logo, web, or merchandise designs for your brand. Visit 99designs.com slash fire to get $99 of services for free. That's 99designs.com slash fire. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Ryan Kikos. Ryan, are you prepared to ignite Absolutely, John. <laughs> All right. Ryan is currently the CEO at GearHost, a scalable and reliable high-end cloud hosting company that specializes in Microsoft technologies and has a strong focus on customer service. Beginnings don't get much humbler than starting a company out of your mom's basement, and that's just what Ryan did. GearHost has kept their basement casual attitude and mixed it with corporate-level business practice because that's just who they are. Give Fire Nation a little overview, Ryan, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your business. Absolutely. Well, John, first, I want to say I appreciate the uh, opportunity to be here and yeah. to you and Fire Nation and look forward to, uh, to this interview. So uh, to get started, a little bit about me. Um, so uh, as you said, I'm the CEO of GearHost. So we're basically in the cloud hosting space. We try to... Uh, focus within a specific niche. Um, uh, it hasn't always been that way. We uh, started out as kind of a simple host back in uh, about 2001. Um, I started that uh, company, as you said, in my mother's basement. And actually, uh, we'll get into it a little bit later, but I started another company just prior to that that actually failed. But then I started GearHost, what I work now as uh, back in 2001. And we've kind of started out as a small hosting company in a real niche uh, uh, space, and then we've kind of grown it to the uh, to the cloud hosting space, where we uh, we host some uh, very large uh, uh, top companies as well as a small business. So uh, we're excited about uh, about that. We're just moving forward. Well, Ryan, thanks for that background, and I'm definitely excited to delve more into the story of your basement beginnings. But before we do, we love starting Entrepreneur on Fire off with a success quote to get that motivational ball rolling here early on. So take it away. Perfect. So mine comes from uh, Mark Twain. You might have heard it before, but it really uh, kind of uh, has a bearing to GearHost and myself. Um, but the success quote is, uh, to succeed in life, you need two things, ignorance and confidence. And that really applies to how I've started GearHost, how I've uh, continued to manage it, and how we kind of uh, invent new products uh, for our space. So, Brian, take it down to the ground level because I love Mark Twain. His quotes are really, <laughs> are, they're always intense and you always need to look at them a couple times and think about them sure. before you really get them. But I want to know how ignorance and confidence really took you to the next level. Sure. So to get into it a little bit more, I guess on the ignorance level is, you know, starting a company is... Uh, you know, has its own challenges and it's, it's yeah. definitely, definitely has its own, uh, unique ways of doing things. But, um, uh, ignorance played a lot in terms of how I was going to start GearHost, really going against the grain. You know, I worked in the corporate space at a very young age. I was working at Microsoft. 
uh, making six figures at uh, 19 years old and uh, had a very successful career ahead of me, had a very um, straight shot to uh, what I was going to be doing as an architect over there and uh, kind of just gave it all up to start my own business. And that's kind of the ignorance, I, I guess, that initially played through uh, when I first started Gearhost. And that's just continued throughout, you know, uh, Gearhost history. But but that confidence kind of plays in as is in the sense of I knew this was going to work. I knew, well, I had a, I had an idea that it would work. I guess I didn't know for a fact, but you know, I, I really had to put that confidence into play to make sure that, uh, that I was going to be able to be successful, uh, with my company starting off where I was and not having a lot and making sure that, uh, you know, that I did a good job. And so one person, I did a lot of public speaking in the, in the past and, one person told me, uh, you know, if you speak with confidence, anyone will believe you. So I kind of applied that <laughs> in, uh, you know, into the business world. If you, if you kind of act as if you're confident, if you portray yourself as confident, if you portray your services as confident, then uh, people will believe in you. And so uh, I've kind of uh, stuck to that theory and we daily apply it here. Love that. And for me, being an officer in the Army, I had to learn that at 22 years old, I had to act as if when I fell onto my platoon, because if I didn't act confident, I would not be perceived as confident. And I was not confident. I was not knowledgeable, but I acted that way. And so my so the people within my platoon looked at me as confident. And that's really important, especially when you're starting out. And one thing, Ryan, that I really want to kind of dive into right now is you talk about confidence and the play on confidence. And it's really difficult to maintain that confidence throughout your entrepreneurial journey because, yeah, you knew what you were doing. You were ignorant to all those sharks that were waiting for you in the water. So that helped you moving forward. But how did you overcome the confidence falling every now and then when you read something in Inc. or Fast Company about some new company like yours that was out there and crushing it and you weren't quite doing it? What did you do to counteract that? Sure. That's a really good question, actually, because it applies not only to business, but also with your team. Yeah. You know, confidence has to be portrayed in both areas. But, um, you know, I, I guess to overcome that, it, 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 I don't know if it's a personality type. I don't know if it was just myself, but I took it as a challenge, to be honest. Um, you know, whenever that confidence and, and it happens continually, yeah. it, 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 it happened a couple of weeks ago when we think we have something great. And then we found out that, uh, you know, we're not, we're, we're still fresh on the market with this idea, but there's another company starting a one up as well. So, you know, we just have to, um, you know, take it as a challenge and say, we'll do it better or try our best to do it better, but also acknowledge that, um, uh, our confidence is usually broken with the types of technologies that come out. So, so we just acknowledge that there are many fish in the sea and there's enough, I, I guess, water for everybody to coexist. And so, um, you know, we really just have to address the fact that there will be the big boys out there. There will be people right. that will surpass you. And, um, it, that doesn't really matter. It shouldn't really break your enthusiasm and your, you know, your, your objective. It should just, make you want to do better because those, um, you know, there are key points that those companies sometimes can address that at smaller companies can. And that's, uh, you know, that's what usually we have a play on when we, uh, come up against those. And it's not a zero sum game. It's not like you need every single customer out there. I don't need every exactly. single person that listens to the podcast to listen to entrepreneur on fire. You just need to find your niche out there, find yep. your audience and speak to them continuously and do it with high quality and with great customer service. And you guys have that mindset down pat. I commend you for that. It's a great lesson for listeners, but let's move into your journey, Ryan, because you have a lot of 
ups and downs within your journey and you've made it through and you're still going to face some coming up. But take us back to a time when you just failed, when you fell flat in your face or just this massive obstacle was placed in front of you and you really had to overcome that. How'd you do it? I'd have to say, as probably with most businesses, there's a lot of uh, little failures and there's a few yeah. fairly large ones. Um, my first one came, I don't know if it was much as a failure, as much as a success it was for me, but it was definitely a failure at the time. But, you know, I was just a kid. I was 17. I was just in the space of looking at web hosting. I'd actually had a corporate job at a very large uh, firm before I jar- joined Microsoft, person had mentioned um, the term web hosting to me and, and what it meant. And, you know, I decided to start a hosting company. I was 17. I got my own apartment kind of illegally at the time. And I brought in a couple of T1s and basically uh, started a hosting company out of my own <laughs> apartment. And, you know, it, at first it was free. Um, but the idea was to charge money for it afterwards. And I started doing that. But the real failure came when I didn't really know what I was doing. And, and I was just a young kid and didn't really know what to do with people's money. And I was a little bit, uh, uh, I didn't properly handle the business. So it completely flopped. Um, you know, it was too hands-on. Back in the day, there was no automation. So, you know, my first attempt at hosting was really just a complete failure And uh, when you look at it. But really what it gave me was the insight uh, to move forward with GearHost a couple years after working at Microsoft. But that was kind of my biggest failure, but at the same time, my biggest success in terms of um, making me realize that this is really what I wanted to do. And I came back to it at a later point in time. But Later in the years, I've had other issues in terms of um, failures, I guess. Uh, You know, some of them is growing too quick. Um, You know, sometimes you kind of... uh, the vision of what you want supersedes what you kind of have. And, um, I got caught up in that uh, a couple of times and at gear host is, you know, you try to ramp up too quickly than what you can take on and, and trying to stick to your core, um, competencies as a business and really, um, trying to succeed at customer service. You really have to kind of watch that carefully. So, um, you know, that's, that's another one that, uh, happened probably I'd say around 2008 was, uh, uh, an issue for us. So you were 17 years old, Ryan, and you were starting your own hosting company. You were making money. Obviously, you were making mistakes along the way, and then it flopped. So you had that entrepreneurial spirit within you at a very young age. How is it that you made the decision to go and work for a company like a Microsoft after that experience? What prompted that? So moving to Microsoft was kind of a, a obviously a big move for me. Um, the reason I did that, I guess, was to from the from the failure of, of my first hosting company was I realized there was a strong need for uh, automation, and I'd always played around with um, programming languages um, early on and, and playing around with that. But I, I figured if I got a real corporate job that could teach me that and the architecture behind software that I could use that perhaps later in remaking what is now GearHost. And so I kind of made that move. Um, again, I was inexperienced and just a young kid and getting flash six figures in front of you was, you know, an opportunity at the time. Um, so I took it and I took it full on. Um, but I always had that background uh, I guess, urge to restart uh, uh, what is now GearHost. But I took my knowledge from, you know, what I had learned at Microsoft to kind of, to kind of relaunch that. So that's what I took from, from that portion. Definitely. And if you could just kind of pull out one clear lesson from that failure, from that challenge that you face early on in life, share that with Fire Nation. 
don't take on more than you can handle. And that's what I said earlier in terms of, you know, kind of trying to stay niche, stay to what you know, and uh, don't try to be all things to all people. And, um, you know, keep it small and keep it niche. Love that. Keep it small, keep it niche. Those are two wise phrases. And one theme we hear over and over again in Entrepreneur on Fire is grow slowly, grow organically, hire slow, fire fast. These are all things you always want to keep in mind, listeners, when you're starting something. It's always exciting and you can get caught up in things and you want to bring people on and, and build, build and grow and grow. But you need to have that foundation below you every step of the way. So, Ryan, let's move into another point in your journey, a point that you had an aha moment when a light bulb just went off and you were like, wow, this is me. This is something that I can really see myself doing. Share with us that moment in your life and how'd you turn that moment into success? It went back way in the day. I started playing with um, hosting. I was in the internet space and I'd actually uh, pretended to be a college student for a local ISP, um, telling them I was going to take notes about their company and how they did things. And they let me uh, stay there for about three days to kind of interview everyone and kind of understand what they were doing. And really what I was doing is trying to learn what they were doing so that I could do it myself and do it better. Um, kind of a sneaky way of doing it. But uh, for three days, I kind of looked at uh, what they were doing. And I thought, man, this could really this could really work. You know, if I really put my heart into it and I really put uh, the time I had, which I did have a lot of time at those early age, if you will. Yeah. Um, I, you know, if I could put the, uh, the effort into it, I could really make this big and I could really make this good. And so that was kind of the moment for me after realizing everything in front of me. And, and those aha moments come constantly, to be honest. We just had one about three weeks ago. Um, but I mean, we've had, I'd say probably about a half a dozen to, to maybe a dozen in Gearhost history, some small and some great. Um, but the, the great ones have, have shifted our business. You know, we had one probably back in 2007, um, that was more towards the cloud hosting space and how to get into that. And then we had another one in 2008 in terms of how to take, um, you know, average shared hosting accounts into the cloud space. And then just recently one a few weeks ago. So, um, you know, they'll continually come and brace them, um, you know, try to, uh, really break them down and ask, to why, you know, they're really going to work for you and, and go for it is what I say. So Ryan, you've had some great aha moments with Gearhost on multiple levels. What specific steps do you take after those aha moments to qualify them to see if you are going to move forward with them or not? So maybe that's a mistake we have as well as we really don't quantify or qualify, <laughs> you know, our aha moments. They're really just that is, is on the spot, uh, very rich in excitement and we kind of just move on them. Um, you know, they have been mistakes, those aha moments. That's why I say they come quite often, but most of the time they are successful. Um, you know, in, in terms of, we do take some of them and we actually do quantify and qualify them, I guess. And, and what we do is really just break down and do they meet the core ideas of our business? You know, do they meet the customer space that, that we're going to, uh, attack, I guess, if you will, or try to reach for, um, kind of going back to what I said earlier, being one, uh, you know, don't try to be all things to all people. A lot of these aha moments you have is, you know, not in line with your business. Um, and so sticking to what your core business is and making sure that those aha moments are, are, are really core to what will bring, um, success to your customers. I guess that's the best advice I could give, you know, don't always look for the benefit of yourself, look for the benefit of your customers and, and that will really grow your business.
So Ryan, in the intro, we mentioned your mother's basement, and that's where the humble beginnings of Gearhost started. So yes. give Fire Nation an abbreviated history of Gearhost from that moment that you decided to launch to that moving in of your mother's basement, and then end with the present, with where you're at, the number of employees, things along those lines. Take it sure. away. So to get started really quick, it was... Uh I think it was a Wednesday morning. I was uh, actually going to lunch with my boss at Microsoft uh, to get my promotion. I was a software architect. Uh, I was 19, uh, doing well, and uh, I handed my letter of resignation. That was kind of my moment in which yes. I said, I'm going to do this and go from you know making a very large salary to making literally nothing. I, uh, I had a little bit of savings. I needed some more. I borrowed about five grand uh, from, a, from an in-law, which I paid back very quickly. And, and basically took my mother's basement, brought in some T1s similar to uh, what I did earlier, and uh, just started uh, started Curehost. Um, quickly, within a couple of months, it, uh, actually I want to say it was quicker than that. I think within a, a few weeks, actually, we started uh, with WorldCom Data Center. We grew too big out of the basement. We moved into WorldCom. We thought it would last there for a year or so, but it grew really strong, really quick. Um, that was kind of the uh, the early days and. Everyone was wanting hosting at that time. Um, so we, we moved on to the WorldCom Data Center. And then from there, uh, we started uh, just hiring slowly. Uh, my best friend who got me into computers as a very young, at a very young age, uh, he was um, basically my um, right-hand man for uh, the first, uh, I'd say, seven years of GearHost. And um, from there, we kind of just really worked on the technology. We really are technical. We were geeks in the beginning and really just cared about the technology. So we didn't really have business cards. I don't think I had business cards until 2008, actually. Um, so for eight years, we just did nothing but focus on the technology, focus on customer service, and really just try to make this work um, and just have fun in the meantime. Again, I was young and and uh, just enjoying it, if you will. Um, past that, uh, we really started to grow the company about 2007, 2008, um, and to what it is today and, and just grow small and sometimes quick. But um, overall, we've grown uh, fairly niche and very small. We're up to uh, 12 people now, um, all here in Denver, one in Hawaii. And um, uh, let's see, we've got about 40,000 customers. We host large names like Microsoft, Google, AIG, Street Journal, USA Today, New York Times. So we've got a lot of big names, but most of our customer base is just the individual um, business, um, the entrepreneur that's trying to start out. And so we kind of keep our roots. That makes up probably, I'd say, about 80% of our company. And so we stick to those um, small businesses and try to make, help them succeed uh, in the web hosting space. So Ryan, have you had an I've made it moment? I don't think I've had an I've made it moment. I think... Not even when Google wanted to be hosted by GearHost? <laughs> I don't think so. I, I, think, um, I, I think I always, to be honest, John, I think I always kind of I, I've made it moment in the sense of just my attitude. I knew this was going to, kind of what I alluded to earlier, I knew this was going to somehow work. Um, my personality type is just to keep working at it and keep trying. And, and I, I, I can't say with confidence, you know, that at any stage I, I knew I made it, but... Um, I knew in the beginning I was going to make something out of this. I just didn't know what. And I didn't know that until after the first company had failed. So I guess maybe that was my moment when I started Gearhost. I knew I had enough firepower behind me. I knew I had enough experience, as little as that was and as young as I was. But um, having that ignorance play and that confidence play, I think uh, that gave me a good start to Gearhost. 
So Ryan, you have a lot of exciting things going on at GearHost right now. Some things you can talk about, some things you can't. Share with Fire Nation one or two things that are just really exciting you at GearHost in general right now. Sure. So um, as I kind of alluded to before, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a geek at heart, if you will. Um, one of the really exciting things we're doing right now is trying to bring a lot of automation to our space. Um, you know, in the very beginning in the hosting days, there wasn't any automation and I always make the correlation to online banking. If you you wouldn't bank with anyone that had a didn't have an online banking portal, now today it's an expectation. But we're looking at um, automating more of the infrastructure. So infrastructure as a service, we're going to that space, and that's really exciting for us. Really getting down to giving customers all the power that they can have within a within a web portal. So uh, we're really focusing on that. We're really leveraging our Microsoft partnership. Um, you know, that's a big thing for us. So um, anybody that's a .NET developer, uh, you know, we're getting into the latest stuff uh, with Microsoft. So um, that's really exciting for us and just growing, you know, growing is exciting. And so we're just trying to take it slow and have fun and enjoy ourselves. So Ryan, you are a self-professed geek and you work in the industry and you see the directions it's going. So share with Fire Nation what you're really excited about that you see the vision holding for us in general, just as human beings online. You know, I think what's really exciting is that's getting us excited is is more of the cloud hosting space, you know, to be more specific in terms of, um, you know, what we're doing in the hosting space. Um, as people get more connected, as, as more companies become online, there's a need for uh, more scalable hosting and people that just start out small, but then explode. And, and really that scale is what we try to focus on. So um, I, th- I think we're going to see more of that because there's a lot of small companies that are starting off and a lot of them do hit it well. And so that ability to to maneuver your business quickly on the internet and specifically, specifically in hosting um, is key and something that we try to achieve for our customers uh, by giving them the power scale at any time. I can definitely say that that is one of the major reasons why podcasting exploded so much is because, like you said, with every with everybody being connected online and really looking to scale businesses and just walking around connected at all times, you have everything you need on demand. You have that little computer in your pocket at all times via that smartphone, and it's just crazy that the access that people have to the online world at all times now, literally 24-7, almost in any location that they're going to be at. Ryan, it's just really exciting where the future's going, and we're going to take one minute here to thank our sponsor. 99designs is the answer to all your design needs. Do you need a new logo for your business? What about some sweet web design? We could all use some new infographics, Facebook cover pages, and banners. Incredible graphic designers at 99designs are waiting to help you out. They'll work on projects you define, and you'll assign the budget that works for you. There's a lot that goes into starting a new business. The paperwork, legal considerations, personnel, and day-to-day operations. Get some help with the branding and marketing from people who know their stuff. At 99designs, you choose the best submissions for your project and give feedback until results match your expectations. There's a 100% money-back guarantee and stellar 24-7 support. Visit 99designs.com slash fire today for a $99 power pack of services for free. That's 99designs.com slash fire. We've now reached my favorite part of the show, the lightning rounds. And this is where I get to provide you with a series of questions. And you come back at us, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? 
Hopefully I can do it. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I have to say nothing. You know, it's, I've always been an entrepreneur since a young age when I resold candy in front of Walmart. So um, <laughs> it was just the, uh, the mindset to, to, to move forward. And really, it wasn't hard for me. So would you buy candy in Walmart, walk outside and sell to people walking in? I would. When I was about seven, I used to buy about $5 worth of candy. And on a stand, I'd sell it for like 25 cents an M&M. I mean, I was ripping people off. But <laughs> uh, the point was, is I wanted to uh, end up at the end of the day with 20 bucks and I would just resell it. And then after about a year, the Walmart manager kicked me off. It was a new manager and he said, I, uh, if people got sick on this property, they'd you know, be liable. So yeah, I've always done, I load mons when I was eight. I've always tried to do something. What's the best advice you've ever received? One that I really like, and I don't want to say it's the best advice, but one, one thing that's always kind of stuck with me is, um, uh, is uh, have a great lawyer and pay your bills on time. I, you know, I don't know if that's really <laughs> uh, good <laughs> advice for anyone, but it, for some reason, it's always stuck well for me. I, the best advice I can give, that's the advice I've heard that I've, I don't know, it's kind of funny that I've always kind of kept to, but <laughs> advice I can give is, you know, just keep going at it. Um, just keep trying and keep uh, achieving your goals. You'll make it. So what's one action the listeners can take in the next 24 hours to bring them one step closer to their dream? I'd have to say research. Um, you know, look at what your competitors are doing. Try to analyze what um, what they're doing. Or if you don't have competitors and it's a new space, what does it really bring to the customer? Um, can you outperform your competitor in terms of customer service? Because I mean, every, everyone's cheesy and says they have the best customer service, but really, it does come down to that. Treating your customers, uh, especially when you're in, just starting, as as the most important thing in the premise of your whole business is. Uh, is is the best thing. So, you know, in the first 24 hours, I'd say research. What is your what is your competition not doing that you can provide? And uh, hopefully it's uh, customer centric. Do you have an internet resource, Ryan, like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? As a geek at heart, um, my internet resource is a little bit weird, but I use a, a program called KeyPass. In my space, I have hundreds of passwords yeah. that I have to keep... Um, to know. And I don't even know my Facebook password, my Twitter password. <laughs> I keep it in a program called KeyPass. But I mean, my best internet resource really when it comes down to it, John, is is really, you know, my team here at GearHost. We have a lot of geeks. We have a lot of people here. And I know that kind of sounds a little uh, different, but um, I, I go to this team quite frequently um, just to learn. But aside from that, when it comes to a program, I, I use uh, KeyPass. I like it. Yeah. Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything we've talked about in today's episode by going to entrepreneuronfire.com slash Ryan Kikos. Ryan, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? It was an audio book I just listened to, Rework um, by 37 yes. Signals. It's a really good book. Yeah, Jason Freeman. Um, really good. Uh, it kind of goes into my success quote, um, what I was talking about in the beginning, that the ignorance and confidence, trying to go against the stream. Um, I really like that book. It, it just resonated with me. Um, I just read it a, a little bit ago. So, Well, Fire Nation, I know you love audio. And if you haven't already, you can get the audio version of this book for free by going to eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. So Ryan, this next question is my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world. 
identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? That's a little bit tricky, but without knowing more information, I'd assume everyone got there the same way I did. <laughs> yeah. And so I'd probably create a, uh, I don't know, in some type of networking site, how to meet new people. If I didn't know anyone, um, I'd assume that everyone else maybe got there the same way. If that's not the case, I'm the only person that just showed up on this planet, then uh, I don't know. I'd find the needs of, of what existed at that time, and I'd start a company, without a doubt. So, Ryan, I have really enjoyed your journey from your mom's basement to where you are today with 12 employees. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance. Share how we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Awesome. So I'm pretty uh, available. I I'm obviously have all the normal connections, LinkedIn, Twitter. My email address is uh, ryankikos um, at gearhost.com. So that's uh, K-E-K-O-S, ryan.kikos, actually. I'd be happy to share any additional information. Ooh, well, one thing I forgot to ask you that I, I'm really curious about that we need to do in about 30 seconds or less. I love stories of how names were formed. Entrepreneur on Fire has a story. What is Gearhost's story? <laughs> so it's actually quite funny. We were just talking about it the other day. So in uh, the, my mother's basement, me and my new bride were thinking of company names. And uh, I, had to, I had the idea that I wanted it to be host. Definitely host had to be in the, the name because we were a web hosting company. And uh, we were just flopping names back and forth. And uh, to be honest, uh, she's the one that yelled out gear host. And I kind of liked it. And I thought about it and figured it kind of has a play on words in terms of technical um, you know, gearing up uh, for the company and, and playing on, you know, plan names like we used to have first gear, second gear. So <laughs> right. kind of taking on a, a mechanical approach, if you will. Got something it. that Most people, uh, you know, kind of had a normal attachment to anyway. So um, really my wife came up with it actually. So uh, I'll give her props for that. Wonderful. Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to everything that we've talked about in today's episode by going to eofire.com. Dot com. Click the podcast tab. You'll find Ryan in the archives. Ryan, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, your experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Listen. Discover. Share your ambitions. Express your feelings. Capture what matters. Open the world of audio. The world of audio. Where everything is made to amaze. Music radio. Creative. Music radio. Creative. Music radio. Creative. Music radio. Creative. Fire Nation, have you checked out the Entrepreneur on Fire audio blog yet? Every day, we post a new and amazing entrepreneurial article over at entrepreneuronfire.com, and we turn that post into a killer five to seven minute audio podcast. If you want a bite-sized dose of inspiration, head over to eofireaudio.com. That's eofireaudio.com. Thank you for joining us at entrepreneuronfire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.